I'd like to offer you the the fruits of an exploration that um, I have to do again and again in my adult life. And and it's uh, as I put in the um, invitation to the sitting, it's an exploration about uh, whether it's enough to just simply be and enjoy the the freedom and the sufficiency of our existence. And, or do we need to strive and excel in the world as well? And, you know, for a long time, it seemed to be like an either or type of consideration. But um, in recent years, I've been looking at the both and of things more than the either or. And um, so this is the the lines along which my exploration takes place. Um, And and it has to do with the direct intuition of being. And I don't want to say my being because the being I'm speaking of is is the universal sense of being. Like maybe during meditation or some moments outside of meditation just out of nowhere you might have had this flash of direct realization of being yourself i imagine many of us have had that and and that's for many of us motivated our our um, desire to be on a spiritual path and that's true for me a direct realization of being um and even that moments when our attention is directed outward you know, there's a, a simple intuition of the simplicity of our existence, the, the fact of our simple existence uh, as a live being in the world that brings along with it a, um, a deep sense of well-being just by virtue of being alive. And in those moments, we might even have the, you know, a feeling of such sufficiency that we would say, I have everything I need. I am enough. I am complete. I am full. Any, anyone relate to these ideas that, yes, and you've all had some moments like that. So my exploration is beyond, quote, mere existence. Do we need to be more? Well, you know, um, I've been exposed to Vedic knowledge and the seers in that uh, field of knowledge who explore themselves at length. They are the subject of their own exploration. exploring their own beingness. They've reported that within being itself, there is the impulse toward becoming, an impulse to manifest through self-expression. That's why we have manifestation. (laughs) That's why we're all here is being wants to manifest itself as everything that we perceive and interact with. But while that is a natural element of our being, to become, to explore our being through creation, through manifesting action, 
there's a particularly human tendency to, and this is really only in the human realm that I'm aware of, to want and need to fit into human society in a way that our basic needs, you know, for love, for security, uh, for respect and esteem, the esteem of others, um, in a way that those needs are met. So uh, as far as I know, animals and plants don't aspire to be different from the way they are or better than the way they are in any way. Um, but the lilies of the field, for instance, in order to fit in. But humans do, and we have these needs. It's understandable that we have these needs because part of human society is um, interacting with each other in such a way that you know we can feel like we're part of things and we we fit in. Um, and for many of us, the desire to excel even asserts itself. But most of all, we want to belong feel we belong and have others feel we belong as well. And that's natural. So early in life, we start to, we look around at our little friends and, and we start to compare and contrast, right? We see that others, some others are smarter than us or better looking or have cuter clothes or, you know, are more popular. And so you know, we want to fit in in that little culture that we start in kindergarten. And so deep within our heart, it can happen that um, a doubt of our basic fundamental sufficiency uh, can form. And with that, a fear that we're less than others and that we'll need to work at ourselves. We'll need to like do things to be to change ourselves in order to get those basic needs met, you know, to be liked and to fit in and so on, by changing ourselves in some way, in many ways. So we, we struggle to do that. And that basic self-doubt and the resulting fear can bring on a feeling of separation from our essential sufficiency of being. Fortunately, that tendency can autocorrect, and um, it's my autocorrect function has operated more or less successfully through <laughs> recent years, thanks to um, you know um, tools of self-realization that I've gleaned from not only this work but others as well, but mainly from you know this um, direction to turn toward or turn within to feel these uncomfortable feelings that can arise rather than try to find ways of, of um, appeasing my feelings of doubt or, or fear of not being enough by struggling to striving to do more or do things that I maybe not even um, set up in life to do but to actually turn towards those dreadful moments of doubt and fear and give myself the compassion uh, in the realization that I'm, I'm human and that these can come up and that everybody is different. We are differently abled 
and differently um, designed, you could say, uh, by virtue of our heritage and and our education and all of that, and even our DNA. And so um, giving myself the attention, those places especially that are difficult to feel, and just green lighting myself deeply in all those places. So more and more the joy of simple being can shine uh, through and into our activities. And we can see where we're genuinely called to act or generally moved to act, to write that poem or to um, create, you know, a delicious meal for someone or, you know, the simple sufficiency of our being can be the source of those activities so that um, we're not acting out of a sense of lack, but out of a sense of fullness. So that's basically my my exploration. And then I was running this by facts this morning to quote I'll read to you now. This is a quote from a book that we studied extensively called um, The uh, Recognition Sutras and written by a man named Christopher Wallace and on non-dual um, shiv- tantric Shaivism. And, and it really, I think you'll see, it really kind of expresses fully what green lighting is. He says, the central tension of spiritual life is this, the urge, the desire we feel to transform ourselves and equally pressing need to accept and love ourselves exactly as we are, seem to be at odds with each other. The paradox is we're asked to do both, to love ourselves exactly as we are and um, to transform ourselves. becoming as part of being. Tantric tradition tells us that when you're open to the possibility of honoring yourself exactly as you are in this moment, that attitudinal stance necessarily includes honoring your transformation because you are not a static entity. It encompasses accepting change. But what kind of change? With self-acceptance, you no longer seek to force change upon yourself out of a sense of not being good enough. Rather, the change and growth of which we speak is simply that which wants to happen. In other words, accepting yourself includes accepting whatever life naturally wants to do through you. 